the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You paid for it. Yeah, when you're headed home from work on a Friday, it's probably a good time to think back on all the things you were forced to pay for uh, because of the taxes that were confiscated from you. Sometimes you're forced to pay for award-winning performances by government people. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. That's right, uh, government people are very likely to be uh, jerks. That's probably why a lot of them win this award. Uh, Emma Bowman writes for NPR.org. She's not really a government person, but NPR stands for National Public Radio. Public means it's paid for by tax dollars, which means some small portion of your labor this week helped to pay the salary of someone who thought it was okay with a straight face to write this sentence. Quote, People who menstruate are saying it's hard to find tampons on store shelves across the U.S. right now as supply chain upsets reach the feminine care aisle. Unquote. Now, a shortage of tampons is not a good thing, and it's, uh, it's just one more thing to blame on Joe Biden, by the way, but... What's really scary is that NPR and public television are supposed to be populated by menstruating and non-menstruating people who are actually also smart people. Uh, And we've reached the point that someone who's supposed to be smart and who's paid with our money thinks it's okay to refer to women as menstruating people. Just think about that for a minute. Now, this is, of course, to accommodate the seven-tenths of a percent of people in the population who think that they're something or someone that they're not. And even some of those people would have to think referring to women as menstruating people is insane, not to mention stupid. But it was good enough for Emma Bowman to win this week's Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us. Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Yeah, nice going, Emma. Uh, When we come back, we're going to get caught up on what's happening in Pennsylvania politics with someone who knows as much about that as anyone on the planet. That would be Selena Zito. And in our second half hour, in case you didn't know, Juneteenth is this Sunday. It'll be celebrated on Monday. It's a national holiday. We're going to talk to a conservative black woman about how she feels about all this. I think you'll find it interesting. Stick around. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. Windows are us. You've tried the rest, now try the best. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm. Specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, after uh, wild Republic, Republican uh, primary races for governor and U.S. senator in Pennsylvania... Things seem to have quieted, quieted down quite a bit. I'm also seeming to have trouble speaking, but that's a different issue. Anyway, uh, Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner, New York Post and Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and selenazito.com has been relatively quiet, too, and she joins us now. Selena, thanks for coming on again, as usual. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Wow, it's slowed down. I haven't slowed down. No, it's, I know it's, that. It feels, it feels like a race Yeah. To, to November. So have things gotten kind of boring out there, you know, the, the quiet before no. the storm, or no? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, I was, um, I sent you a couple of the stories, so I went out with um, Dr. Oz for a few days. Yeah, I saw that. Um, he kicked off, he kicked off his uh, campaign sort of low-key, uh, sort of wanting to get out there on a very granular level. And go to um, go to smaller towns, medium-sized towns, and just show up and talk to people. And it was sort of a very fascinating experience. Uh, I think even for him, right? Because this is a guy who's used to, you know, uh, everything being sort of staged for him. Yeah. And and I found him to be incredibly comfortable. Um, going, and I think that's probably the doctor in him, mm-hmm. where he, he he has no hesitancy um, hesitancy in going up to people and talking to them uh, about you know either the business they own or their lives or what's going on. And I think one of the things, one of the traits that he has that will help him is he's incredibly curious, right? He asks the questions that people don't always ask in politics. 
traditionally politicians tell you how they see the world. And he has a, an interesting curiosity. And again, I think that's probably part of his his training as, as a physician. Uh, so, you know, uh, he was very well received um, by people. And what was really interesting, sort of the consistent theme that I saw in, the, in these, this travel across the state was that people told them that they, they were like long Democrats. I mean, I heard this over and over and over again to the point where I was like, is this real? <laughs> um, where people said they had been lifelong Democrats, they had switched their party, and they were voting for him. And I thought that was incredibly interesting, but not surprising, mm -hmm. uh, because I think this is going to be a wave election in um, that is only similar to the one in 1894, where Democrats lost over 130 seats. So that's amazing, because you, you've you been doing this for a while, and, and uh, you, you are... Um your your specialty is uh, taking the pulse of the people, and and you you stay off the big highways, and you don't fly, and you drive on the back roads, and go to these little towns. And this the the, the number of people who said they were lifelong Democrats actually jumped at, out yeah. at you that much that you you were stunned. Yeah, yeah. It it you know you see it in polling, you see it anecdotally. But I saw it so much in Beaver County, in Erie County, in Johnstown, in Cambria County, Blair County, that you just could not ignore it. Um, and, and so uh, I think that is and, – and, and I think it's worth noting, I would just step over because I was covering that race in Texas and Cameron County, and, and this, this – Switch over this sea change among the Appalachian sort of Rust Belt um, post-industrial um, um, working-class voter is very similar to what I have been seeing and saw in in the race for Texas 34. Um, you know, w among Hispanic voters, uh, they are having the same sort of sentiment and moving away from the party that believed they were entitled to their vote. Yeah, they're tired of that. Um, now, Dr. Oz, uh, I'm sure he'd be thrilled to hear you say what you're saying about Democrats coming over to him. But isn't his problem also uh, getting Republicans to uh, believe that he's a Republican? And, and, and yeah, maybe the Democrats liking him is, is more proof that he maybe he's, he's a little bit too popular with Democrats, if that's possible. No, I think so. I think what it is, John, is that these are Democrats that have been culturally conservative all their lives, right? But it's sort of like in Western Pennsylvania, there's this old joke where you are baptized and 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 you you become a registered Democrat all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you're a baptized Catholic, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just part of the culture, you know. And people still have a hard time letting put that name. But they, they, when they're being honest with themselves, they haven't voted Democrat in years. Okay. I, I don't think Oz. I don't think Oz is going to have a problem. Uh, you know, if people, if he is earnest in his in his uh, belief in explaining why he changed his positions, I think that people um, will have you know believe in a little redemption because. People themselves have changed their positions. Yeah. It's not odd for someone, even for me or you, to say, well, I used to think this. Yeah. However, life experiences um, have showed me that that's, that's not helpful or that's not good or that doesn't you know, help my life, whatever, whatever the issue may be. So that, that, but that requires admitting that you were wrong or, or at least admitting that you believed this at one point and that... Uh, you were okay with that belief at the time you believed it, but things have changed. One or, the, one or both of those things have to be true. Right. And I've seen him saying that on, on the stump. So he he I has think, been saying that? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you will. And, and right now he's just doing sort of a low-key approach, you know, just going out to, um, to all 67 counties, just sort of walking around and meeting and talking with people. Um, the, and, you know, he has an advantage to be able to do that because Fetterman is not on the campaign trail. So it gives him that time to meet voters where they are. Mm -hmm. And in this election cycle, that's an incredibly important characteristic to have. Mm -hmm. 
Well, um, speaking of Fetterman, well, what's the latest on John Fetterman? And is his health going to be an issue, especially since he's, you know, running against, running against a doctor who could actually treat him well, during the debates? What's really interesting is that, that Dr. Oz has actually saved people's lives at the airport. When he was telling this story um, just recently where someone had a medical incident. Um, and, and, but anyways, that's, that's not what you asked. Um, you know, look, what we know about John, uh, Fetterman is we don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, all we know is the information that we've been given that he, um, was diagnosed in 2017 with a specific heart condition, uh, and was told, you know, also to lose weight and he never went back to the doctors. Now he lost that weight. However, he should have been taking blood thinners since 2017. That's five years ago, wow. right? Yeah. Like you, you, that's five years of not taking care of yourself. And I think that the cardiologist was pretty blunt in his statement that he could have, you know, he could have died. Right. Um, and, and so we don't know what's going on. We don't know the after effects of stroke. We don't know how, what his mobility issues are. And and the last the latest that we've heard is that he'll be out in sometime in July. And just just this happened just before the actual uh, election, the primary. Um, Three days. Yeah, and days. that has what what to me at least uh, it seems um, that the only thing anybody is talking about is his health. That's that's okay. become a distraction. And so my question, I guess, for you is, who is this guy? I mean, uh, he's an imposing figure. He's big. Uh, he's an interesting story, but how much more radical is he likely to make the Senate if he wins? Oh, I mean, John is left. He is, you know, he is comfortably to the left of center left. Uh, and he makes no bones about that. Uh, and he doesn't pretend to be anything else. And he was a very staunch supporter of Bernie Sanders. So if you want an understanding of who he is, that's who he is. Um, I, I think. One of the things that made John incredibly popular among Democrats, not just or his, and, and I should say among the Democratic base, uh, which is further left than than Democrats as a whole. One of the things that made him popular with the left was that um, his his transparency, right, his authenticity, his truthfulness. Yeah. However, we as reporters. Wanted to, we knew something was wrong. We didn't see him for three days before the election, and and there were no answers. And and it even took weeks after that to get answers. That goes against the very strongest point that John Fetterman has, and that is that is what he's not only questions about his health and the ability to serve, but also well, who are you? Because you said you were this transparent thing. You said that you were this authentic thing, and you kept a lot from a lot of people. Yeah. Well, but politically, if, uh, being a big fan of Bernie Sanders should scare everybody right off the bat, so he should never get anybody to vote for him for anything, but that's not going to happen. Um, can someone uh, – he's a socialist. Can, can How does that – how does the guy – who's a socialist win a statewide election. How does that happen? It's not going to be a very good year for Democrats in this state. It's just, it's just not. Um, even, even if, even if this, um, he, well, he was already going to have a challenge. If the, if the uh, mood wasn't so far against Democrats, he's going to have a further challenge because people, people have, have very little tolerance uh, for what for what is coming out of the White House and what is coming out of the Senate, mm -hmm. and 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 you become part of that when you support that, and if you're running for office, you support that as a Democrat. But he's leading in the polls right now, isn't he? Isn't he ahead of Oz in the yeah, polls? You know, I wouldn't take an in either poll. I wouldn't take a uh, very, you know, like oh my God, this is happening because not not really anything's come out. Okay. So, you know, that's sort of Oz's um, unfavorables are, have, are residual of his fight in the primary. Mm -hmm. I think that once he's able to 
be a candidate without being a candidate in a fight with another Republican, you'll see those numbers start to climb. And so the, the differences will, will become apparent, you mean, and, you, and you'll see yeah. that you're seeing a socialist running against a guy who at the, at the very least, at least, is not a socialist, which is good enough for me. Right. Well, see, so you have a Democrat who isn't as left as Biden. He's further left. Yeah, yeah. And that's a really big challenge. That is just an incredibly big challenge. But how did he beat uh, Connor Lamb, who at least tried to sell himself as someone who's uh, a centrist, uh, but he blew him out of the water? Well, of course he did, because if you look at the primary voter, the primary voter in in, in the Democratic Party is, is much more to the left than 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 the Democratic Party at the whole. So because it's a closed primary, that who was most excited to to um, show up. Look, Connor Lamb and his team ran the single worst campaign I have seen in decades. You don't kick your campaign off for an electorate that is your base. And tell them, vote for me because I'm the most electable. That just doesn't win hearts and minds. No. It just doesn't. Well, he's Mr. That Invisible. Uh, he's, uh, that, it was almost like he thought he could get away with it, the way, same way he got away with being uh, Mr. Invisible for the entire time he was in office. Well, in, we see where he is. He, does not, he will not have a congressional seat as of January 1st, 2020. Three and he won't be in the Senate as either. Yeah. Well, um, what about the governor's race? We're talking to Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner, New York Post, Pittsburgh Post Gazette, and SelenaZito.com. Uh, you said right here on this very radio program that Doug Mastriano winning the nomination was the worst thing that could happen to the Republicans. Uh, has anything happened to change your mind on that? No, I don't think I, I completely I stand behind that statement. Um, he, uh, you know, he, he doesn't talk to the press. Now I know y'all hate the press. However, our job is to find out information so you can make a clear minded decision. Right. And if we are blind and and you know this, John, you, you covered sports forever. Yeah. Someone is blocking and blocking you and tackling you. There, there is. You're not giving the viewers the best information possible. Right. And that's the number. That that is just one of several problems uh, with him. The other problem is is he and you know he might win, which by the way is a problem for the Republicans in and to itself because Republicans will always have to answer for whatever cuckoo thing that he said mm-hmm. and well, and 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 that drags republicans down you know they have an opportunity to you know to to really be able to put forth um a lot of the policies that they believe that are very important to the american people however if they're spending every press conference having to answer for whatever Doug mastriano says you know, that, that takes away from them ability to have that message that, look, this is what we're doing for you. This is the good that we're doing. This is what we're trying to accomplish. And the daily message becomes, look what Doug Mastriano said. So um, that's a challenge in this state. Yeah. What's uh, Shapiro running on other than not being Mastriano? <laughs> he's, um, well, you know, in, he's running on, he's trying to be a coalition builder. And that's the other, that's the other problem that Mastriano has is, is that he doesn't believe in building coalitions. It should only be the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a year like this, maybe he does win. It's, it's possible. But, you know, even Trump understood that he couldn't win with just Republican votes, mm-hmm. that you have to build a, a coalition of voters independents, Democrats, and Republicans to win office. Um, And and so that is how Shapiro is approaching this race. I'm I'm out of time. I got about 30 seconds, and I'm going to remind you of this again. Uh, Yes. I am uh, insisting that every candidate be asked at some point by the media if women 
uh, if men can get pregnant, and I'm 100% serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% serious because that, that, there are people out there. I want, those, I want the Democrats to be forced to answer that question. Okay. Okay. I mean, do you think that's a fair question? I mean, it's a fair question. It's just that it's it's terrible that our culture has put us into such a silly position. Yeah, right? but they're the they're it's the like, people who put us in that. I want them to be on the record. Yeah, you know, say Joe Biden. I agree. Okay, good. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching. You better do that, or I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know about <laughs> it. Not, <laughs> but I appreciate you being on, Selena. Always great having Thanks, you. John. Have a great week, guys. You too. That's Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner. New York Post, Pittsburgh Post. Is that we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States investigating unconfirmed reports that two American citizens and possibly a third have been captured in Ukraine. U.S. authorities are trying to determine if Russian or Russian-backed forces captured American citizens who had joined the war effort in Ukraine. President Biden says he's been receiving updates. I have been briefed. We don't know where they are, but I want to reiterate, Americans should not be going to Ukraine now. The State Department says anyone captured should be considered a prisoner of war and protected by guarantees of humane treatment and fair trials. Greg Clugston, Washington. Turning into another difficult day for airline travelers in the U.S., airlines canceling more than 1,100 flights by early afternoon. That's due to storms that break the central and eastern parts of the country. This is SRN News. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Salem. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Dennis Prager is ever watchful of language. Now we have the added issue of being gender neutral at schools in England, so girls are not allowed to wear skirts. The same crowd that tells us a woman can do what she wants with her own body, right? Tell them what they what they can wear. Every day is, it is a left-wing onslaught on language. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The answer. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Let me tell you something. This is no lie. And I saw your advertisement and I dialed that number that came on. And I cannot believe this because I'm a skeptic, number one. I'm holistic, number two. I'm a hospice nurse, number three. And I want to tell you how wonderful it is the things I can do now that I couldn't do before. My daughter came up to see me from another state and she said, Mom, what are you, what happened? I said, I took those vitamins that they're advertising on TV all the time. And she said, I can't believe what you're doing. So I just love your product. I just think it's absolutely sensational. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code balance. I'm Father Don Fisher inviting you to join me for my new show, Pastoral Reflections. I pray that it is an uplifting, inspiring program that will deepen and enrich your understanding of your spiritual journey and most especially open you to the promise of God's indwelling presence. It enables you to know a love that exceeds all others. I hope you'll join me on Sunday morning at 7.30 on News, Opinion, Insight, The Answer. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck 
in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway West, plenty of tie-ups inbound between Green Tree and the Fort Pitt Tunnel, getting down to those single-digit speeds around Green Tree. On the Parkway East, inbound, heavy from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also inbound, off-ramp at Glenwood, shut down for construction. On 79, that vehicle fire has now reopened the highway. It was closed, but still, it's a really heavy delay southbound from 488 to 68. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53, mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow. Make sure to use sunscreen if you're going to be outside for extended periods of time. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 69. For Father's Day Sunday, it will be pleasant with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Sunday's June 19th, and June 19th is Juneteenth, a day to celebrate the day that uh, Union troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 19, and I'm sorry, 1865 to tell the slaves there that they had been emancipated uh, two months earlier by Abraham Lincoln. Now, George Floyd's death and everything that followed that led to legislation declaring June 19th a federal holiday, which it was for the first time last year. Donna Jackson is the director of membership for the Project 21 Black Leadership Network, and she joins us now. Donna, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. So uh, banks are closed on Monday, and I guess there's no mail. It's It's a federal holiday. What's the significance of that, and should it have happened a long time ago? Well, um, the significance is that uh, now it's a, it's a national holiday. I, what I hope is that people use this as a time of celebration, but also forgiveness. I think that what's happening in this country, and it's very disturbing to me, is this push towards separatism and anger at anyone that they think have victimized them. And all of a sudden, all, everybody's a victim. So what we should really be focused on is the fact that this country is great. It provides excellent opportunities for anybody who wants upward mobility. And that includes African Americans. So we should recognize that we have made lots of contributions We've made contributions, but this country has made contributions to us as well. And so that's the significance for me. So It's about what this country has given me the opportunity to achieve. But it took uh, the George Floyd incident to, um, to make it happen as a federal holiday. Um, what does, does that taint the holiday in some way for you, that it, that it took something like that to make it happen? And that it has kind of a negative uh, feel about it? Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, to be honest with you, it feels like an angry day. Yeah. Because it wasn't really about, you know, the holiday itself or the recognition of what happened. It was more about trying to divide people. And, you know, the left always has these symbolisms that they want to give us, you know, um, during election time, they always talk about reparations. You know, they're always talking about putting chains on us or something like that. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the taint. But for, and, and any time the government gets involved, you know, that's a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, you know, for me, I'm going to say this. I think that it's a time to celebrate the fact that I'm an American. Mm-hmm. Not an African American, not a uh, uh, a birthing union American, or whatever else they want to call me. I'm just an American, and this country has provided me ample opportunities that I am grateful for, and could have never gotten in any other country, but this one. And so, even though they've used it to vilify and victimize individuals. I say, thank you, America, for giving me this opportunity to be able to serve and thrive in this land of freedom. Well, last year you wrote a column um, that appeared in several newspapers, and you wrote, quote, 
The push now to make the celebration of emancipation as a national holiday certainly didn't come from anybody who I know, and, and you wrote that for it to be happening back then was troubling. So why was it, uh, or is it troubling? Well, Still. because it's, it's about it's about CRT. You know, mm-hmm. they want to destroy every institution. Um, and, and and here's the thing: you know that the next push is going to be to replace Fourth of July with Juneteenth. That's what's going. They're going to say we should uh, substitute the Fourth of July and our real Independence Day with Juneteenth. And so that's why it's troubling because this is. This is all a part of their agenda to uh, to destroy our institutions. But what I say is this. We need to be on the offensive, and we need to take back the things that they try to take away from us because they want to make this about CRT. They want to make this about um, separatism. They want to make this about everyone being a victim. I say this. The fact that you had Juneteenth means that we have overcome. Yep. And so we need to take it back. Just like we've done on every other holiday, you know, Easter, some of the other things that people are aware of that were pagan holidays that Christians took over. Conservatives not need to stop being afraid. Mm-hmm. And they need to really... Stop playing defense and start playing offense. When they sit down there and try to use these things against us, we need to turn their own narratives against them. Because this is the way that you say, how can you say that a country that's given us a black president, a black vice president, is somehow systematically racist? You can't. No. And And so we need to do that. Here's the thing. Uh, When you say they... As I sit here as a white guy, an older white guy, um, I'm thinking you're not talking. About, you're talking about mostly white liberals who are pushing this stuff, and they uh, it's it's as it's a certain kind of virtue signaling, but it's also um, it's also shedding guilt. There's all kinds of stuff tied up in it. Uh, that's 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 the impression I get. Is that is that what you're getting the same thing? Because when you say they, I just get the feeling you're talking about white liberals. I'm I'm talking about white liberals, black liberals, all liberals. They all do the same thing. They all try to guilt and and shame and vilify individuals. So there is not limited to just white liberals, uh, white elite liberals, even though they're the ones leading leading the charge and determining the narrative. But all liberals are doing this. But we need to not be afraid to say no. And so we're not going to accept this shaming. We're not going to accept this CRT. We're going to push back, and we're going to push back hard. And now, all of a sudden, the weapon that you tried to use against us is now our greatest strength. And that's what I say, what I mean, uh, they. Mm -hmm. It's they, the liberals, and they come in all different colors, but they all have the same message. Yeah. Uh, but the, I, I don't know. I think it's it's for some reason. Maybe it's because I'm a white guy. Um, <laughs> but it's the white liberals who annoy me because I I and it's probably wrong of me to do it. But I I I suspect their motives. I, I suspect I I I uh, I question. Maybe is a better word. I, I question their um, sincerity. I, I just do. I just think it's too. They're they're benefiting from it, and they don't care half as much as they'd like people to believe they do well not have as much they don't care at all just look at black like black cities where you have the education levels are the lowest and that's because they block school choice every opportunity they get so they is not have but you're right in that in that situation because it is a lot about white liberals but what i'm saying is black liberals are not innocent either because I know that they push back harder. I mean, you know, they think that the the scariest uh, figure in America is a black conservative. Why? Because it tears down their perception of what they've been selling all of this time. Mm-hmm. So that's a threat and the biggest threat to them. And so, But I think that when they put these uh, narratives through and we know their motives, 
we expose them, but we also take back. Mm-hmm. And we say, wait a minute, but this is, if you have an exception to a narrative that you've been pushing, then your premise is wrong in the first place. We're talking to Donna Jackson. She's the director of membership for the Project 21 Black Leadership Network. Um, and all, in your column, you also wrote that uh, uh, your concern, you, when you talked about it being troubling, that, that, that this was declared a national holiday at the time that it was a, le- a year ago, uh, that uh, there's a bigger, uh, you wrote, a bigger an agenda imposed on the black community. And again, here, I, this is to me, this, this is white liberals again to me. I just yeah, it, is, it is, it is. <laughs> a bigger agenda imposed on the black community by people who never bothered to ask us. I think that's a yeah. great line. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, and, and this is something that, and it doesn't have to, it's not just this holiday. It's it's environmental justice when you hear that. It's all of these Black Lives Matter movements. Um, it, elite liberals create an agenda that black, for black people that we didn't ask for, ask for, and then they tell us to fall in line and do what we're told. Yeah, that's just a great point. And, uh, and, and, um, it is, it's, it's a critical race theory would be one of those, uh, example of that wouldn't it be a, an agenda that you, you didn't ask for necessarily, but you're getting it anyway. Uh, absolutely. And it's, it's to, it's to make sure you have a permanent government dependent underclass yep. because as much as it seems damaging to white Americans when they say that you're born evil and you're irredeemable. Is more damaging to Black Americans because it says, no matter how hard you try, you will never measure up. So why even try? And yeah. so that's the narrative that says you're not capable. It's that soft bigotry of low expectations that you can never, ever, ever measure up. Yeah, and uh, it's. It's something that is uh, everywhere, and it's been going on for a long time, hasn't it? I mean, it's um, oh. the media are, are really pushing it hard. Absolutely. I mean, it's the reason why you see them saying they have to have a carve out. You know, uh, the Biden administration can't promote any, anybody. Uh, uh, African American can't compete on their own merit. Mm-hmm. They have to carve out a position. Um, they have to lower test scores. They have to lower standard testing um, for uh, college entrance. Uh, uh, yeah. To, to be able to go to college, they getting rid of grading systems. They're getting rid of homework. Yep. They're getting rid of testing. They're they're getting rid of. I mean, I can't imagine this. They're getting rid of timelines. Um, all of these narratives that say that no matter what you do, you can never measure up. There was a, even a teacher who said that uh, having a child be able to sit still, listen, follow instructions, and follow instructions was a white concept. That yeah, yeah and also showing up on time. Do. Showing up on time was, is a white uh nationalist or white supremacist uh, notion that you should show up on time. That, that is so or condescending, a, it's beyond belief. Or getting an ID card. I mean, yeah. that for me is the most, I mean, getting an ID card, you can't return a pair of pants to Walmart without a receipt, <laughs> right. without an ID card, yeah. but we're too stupid to get one. And they don't change, they don't say, well, they, first of all, they never quantify these people who don't have ID cards. And then they don't want to change the law so ID cards are free, right? They mm-hmm. just want to change the law so you can vote without one. So they, because you're too ignorant to buy something, to get on an airplane or to rent a car or to buy a car or to rent an apartment or buy or get a mortgage. But, you know, we still want you to vote. It's really so it's that, insulting. That's the most Condescending thing. Yeah. And for someone to say, you know, they're too dumb to get an ID card, so let's change the law so they can vote without an ID card, but they can't participate in anything else in our economy. It's amazing. Um, and uh, it, it, do you do you get the feeling? I mean, you've been following this stuff for a long time, 
uh, as part of the Project 21 uh, Black Leadership Network, and you focus on this, and you, you're taking the pulse, I'm guessing, of, of voters, black and white. Do you get the feeling that there's something bubbling up that, that's about to change, uh, a, a, not, a noticeable change maybe in this, uh, even in the midterms? Oh, absolutely. I mean, but I mean, I didn't, I've always been fighting the fight and everyone in our network is doing the same. Um, but to see how much support that this administration is losing for the first time, despite all of the rhetoric, you know, um, now California is talking about reparations and all, despite all of these kind of foolish gestures, the, the support is really people are wake, waking up and seeing that this is not they've been working against us the whole time. And so he's losing. I think that the support for the liberal movement um, among African-Americans is down in the 50s. And that has that hasn't that has never happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, never happened in my lifetime anyway. So, you know, the, the black people, not just black. The Hispanics are doing the same thing. They're leaving because they realize that these policies are so harmful. And for the first time, they realize that, you know, this is never going to change. I think they bought it. A lot of people in the community bought it. You know, during Barack Obama, when he would, you know, they would say, well, he can't do it by himself. He's doing the best that he can. But, you know, honestly, when Trump got in office, and he actually had promises, made promises fulfilled, a lot of people's eyes were open and realized that, wait a minute, it's not that they couldn't do it, they didn't want to do it. And so when Biden got in office with that expect, that high expectation that, okay, he's going to deliver, he didn't. And then they realized that, wait a minute, this is just their MO. They're not going to do anything that's positive or deliver for our communities. And so a lot of people that are very steeped in the liberal movement are walking away. And I'm so glad to see it. Well, so am I. And uh, Donna, you're making way too much sense out there, so be careful. <laughs> and I, I appreciate you coming on the show as always. Hope to have you on again. Oh, I love being on the show anytime. All right. Thank you very much. Donna Jackson, Director of Membership, Project 21 Black Leadership Network. We will be right back. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. This is John Steyerwald. For a limited time, you can save $90 on a pair of my slippers, and this blowout sale of the year is not going to last long, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The my slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. Call 1 800 716 8087 and use the promo code STAG or Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. Again, this offer will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. 
Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, it's uh, Friday. I got about what I got, Mike. A minute, <clears throat> minute and a half here. I'm a little hesitant on this, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, we have had to deal with the CDC here for, what, a couple of years now, two and a half years. They lied about AIDS uh, big time. For years, and that's everybody knows that now. But um, you know, monkeypox is out there, <laughs> and I think we're up to twelve cases in North America. So it's time to start, you know, really getting worried about it. Um, but the CDC is out there now. Now, monkeypox, from what I understand, the best way the, the it's mostly uh, infecting uh, homosexual sex between men. Okay, um, a lot like AIDS, obviously. So the CDC is coming out today, and I, I wish I could go into the details here, but <clears throat> I'm going to have to just go with the headline, and maybe uh, I'll let you figure it out, or you can check it out. I saw it on, at the Daily Caller. It'll be out there in other places. There's the headline. Now, keep in mind, this, you know, when you hear the CDC, you think of Dr. Fauci, you think of masks, and then no masks and lockdowns. I'm just going to give you the headline, and you can take it with you into the weekend. Okay? Are you ready, Mike? How much time I got? Fifteen seconds it'll take me to say the CDC tells monkeypox patients to keep their clothes on when they have sex. So that is your way to avoid getting monkeypox. I'll talk to you Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.